Welcome to More Than Motherhood, the podcast. We are your hosts, Chloe Ferrari, Kaylin Painter, and Chloe Gretsch. This is a podcast where we discuss all things motherhood and our lives outside it. We are here to remind you that you are so many beautiful things. You are more than just a mum. I can probably explain why we haven't, um, why we're a bit late on the episode. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so we are late on the episode because... First of all, we took a well-needed break over the weekend. We were like, let's just not do any editing and yep. we'll like come back to it on Monday during the day and um, <laughs> then we'll release the episode Monday night, which was doable. Like it was very much very doable. doable. But then someone had to have a shit fit. <laughs> Kaylin. <laughs> not mentioning or pointing out any names. It was me. I'll take the, I'll take the loss for that one. So I was just having a really bad day and then literally at like 10 o'clock at night I was like, no, wait, I can do it. But it was too late. Um, And then today. uh... (laughs) Today went south real fast. (laughs) We had Mallory. We had Amara. We had Elena. Everyone was there. I don't know. Margot was the only one not there. The only one that was behaving. Mm Mm-hmm. She was having her nap. She loves her nap. So, and I'm very, very blessed. And I know that I'm very blessed. But as soon as you get her into her room, she tucks herself into bed. She says, bye. Like she wants you to leave. And then she just goes to sleep. But it hasn't always been like that. So I feel very deserving of it. You see, Amara's the exact same. However, I thought the smart thing to do would um, to be record the podcast out where her door is. Bad idea. Mm. She woke up instantly and was like, I'm here now. And was consistently talking about Margot. Yeah, she was. And the baby. (laughs) Where's the baby? <laughs> baby sleeping, we baby gonna, crying. We're just going to put like a, disclaim, a disclaimer in. I do apologize. Another quick disclaimer. I have a lisp right now because my mouth is swollen. But um, we were going to put in a little like, oh, you know, kids in the background. It is what it is. But we were way past that point. Like it was way too late. It was bad. And then Luke was just in there just coughing his bloody lungs yes. up. Bloody drama queen. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> so we do apologize um and we are going to make it up to you by making this episode a little bit longer um and uh yeah we'll release just talking more shit that's really. exactly right that's exactly right yeah well if you're putting a disclaimer in for your list i should have done this wh- a while ago like i don't know if anyone's noticed but i can't say my s's apparently when i'm doing this podcast i just have like <laughs> Ever since I got the braces, when my gums swell from talking all day and stuff is when it comes because it comes and goes. It's really strange. Yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't say I've ever had braces, but I just have a list yeah. apparently. So I feel you. Before we get into today's episode, we just want to let you know that Chloe Ferrari is not going to be present in today's episode. She's had quite a bit going on and so we are sending all of our love to her and we will hope to see her in the next episode. I think before we start, we need to, um, we're not having a go at anybody. This is just our opinion on the controversial topics and I don't think anyone should be offended by this, but this is just our opinion <laughs> yes absolutely the, the, we don't all have to agree and that is the beauty of no. opinions is that um yeah we don't all have to agree on them but this is just our personal view on these controversial topics that we asked you guys about on our instagram page so let's go <laughs> starting off with a strong one <laughs> bed is best so 93 percent oh. agreed and seven percent disagreed that's you know what? I think it all comes down to how people perceive 
fed is best because a lot of the people that did disagree said they think it's just a way that people explain the situation and that's how they're coping with it. Whereas the people that agreed were like, no, this is how it is. Um, no, yeah. I think the one thing that annoys me about people who, uh, well, some people who disagree with the Fed is best statement is that their argument to that is, well, no, because some people would then choose to feed their six week old cow's milk and, you know, Fed is best, but that's not right. And I think that you've got to use a little bit of common sense in, in that regard where like, obviously we're not talking about, you know, oh, you feed your baby orange juice. She's, she's three months old. Yeah, that's fine. Fed is best. It's obviously, you know, there's this back and forth with formula versus breast milk. And to be honest, I could not give two shits if you formula feed or if you breastfeed, like you do you. Um, I've done both and both have their pros and cons. And yeah, I think like mm-hmm. just, just as long as you're happy with what you're doing with your baby, then it shouldn't really concern you how someone else is feeding mm-hmm. theirs. There is this response that says we need to stop saying fed is best because it dismisses breastfeeding, formula feeding, mixed feeding and completely dismisses a woman's ability to make decisions for her and her baby. Informed is best, supported is best, which I kind of agree with on a different level. However, I don't think it dismisses anything because it's basically just saying that your baby's full. It's allowed. Yeah. Well, I think they kind of go hand in hand with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think they – yeah, they all kind of like tie into each other, but I don't think people should be out there like demanding people should breastfeed. Oh, absolutely. Like breastfeeding's hard yeah. and nobody tells you how hard it actually is. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think that um, something that I quite find quite funny is that, you know, mother knows best, everyone says, until they choose mm-hmm. not to breastfeed and then, you know, why, why not try harder? And I, I totally understand that there is quite a lack of education around breastfeeding and a lot of people do sometimes yep. quit just because, you know, it's too hard because they haven't been given that proper education or, um, mm-hmm. you know, had you know uh, resources to reach out to. Um, so, yeah, but still at the end of the day, if someone chooses to not breastfeed simply because they do not want to, that is their choice. It's completely fine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was a good one to start us off. Okay, let's go on to the next controversial topic, which I've been questioning for about a week, but that's all right. It is, I'm not going to make my kids share. Now, I I don't get this at all. I don't understand it. I don't understand why it's controversial. And 37% I don't even know agreed. Yes, and 63% disagreed, mm. and I'm with you on that. But I just don't understand, like, how and why don't we make our children share? Because an educator and as well, like you've like, got some insight in on this too because mm-hmm. like it'd be a pretty like important part of socialisation with other children. Yeah, 100%. Like you don't want no kids coming around and then being like, that's mine, that's mine. And then it starts an all-in brawl and then that kid bites the other kid and they smack that and then I have parents down my throat like but why? also, why isn't it by a child not learning how to share but say the kid that they're going up to being like, that's mine, give it to me. That other child is then learning the importance mm-hmm. of sharing via a, a bully. Yeah, exactly. And like I think someone said in the in the messages that what if you were an adult and somebody took your phone and you're like, no, give that back. But I don't think we should be comparing children 
to adults because they're not adults they're children they need to be treated as children absolutely and also it like you know it's not like your child is drinking out of their drink bottle and another child comes over and says I want that drink bottle like it's all circumstantial sharing obviously like I don't let anyone share Margot's drink bottle but they're you know she's damn sure learning that she needs to share her toys Exactly. And like if Amara isn't sharing with somebody, she also needs to understand that when another child doesn't share with her, she needs to learn disappointment. She needs to understand what that is. She needs to experience it because in life, you're not going to get everything you want. And I think sharing is something that helps with that. I actually think that that's a really good question to put back to the people who agreed and the original poster of this question. Do you expect other children to share with your child but them not have yeah. to share with other children and that's not no that's not a judgmental question I'm genuinely curious yeah okay so the next one is being a stay-at-home mum is a job now 97% of voters agreed and 3% disagreed and being a stay-at-home mum is absolutely a job it's a full-time job and it, the pay is a bit mm-hmm. shit but it's a it's a job Like I don't see why not, why it can't be a job at all because you're at home, you're cleaning, you're looking after the children, you're with them 24-7. Like it's exhausting. It like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you want to sit down and go to sleep but you bloody can't because you've got to clean bottles or you've got to clean the kitchen, you've got to do this, you've got to play with them, make time. I Like I don't understand. Like it's basically what I do in childcare. It's the same thing, just minus the pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. And I and it's not to say that working parents who then also have to come home and still parent, like, yes, mm-hmm. I totally understand that. Yep. But being a stay-at-home mum is absolutely a job. And I don't think there should be any more I, on it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the people that disagreed didn't mean to disagree from what Yeah, I we got a couple messages. Didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Oops, 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 oops. The next one is... Now, this one I got a bit feisty about Mm. because (laughs) I don't think what it is is classified as what they're saying Mm -hmm. it is. But it's not sleep training is not lazy. If anything, sleep training is. I'm up all hours of the night soothing my child. And I'm all for that. You can do that. But I don't think you should be saying that people who sleep train their children are lazy because they're not they're doing what's best for them yeah no I totally agree I um did a form of sleep training with Margot when she was 12 months old for those that don't know Mm -hmm. when Margot hit the four months sleep regression she never slept again until she was 12 months old so the longest that she would sleep would be like two hours and then she'd be awake for like seven hours and then she'd go back to sleep for 20 minutes and then she'd and it was awful and I actually used to have to put her in her cot um and pass out on her bedroom floor and I would just wake up whenever, you know, her crying got loud enough to wake me up. And I feel like that was way more distressing for her um, over the gentle form of sleep training that we did. And um, I had to weigh up my options there. It was either like, and there's so many, like so many reasons why people choose to do it. And I really don't think, again, I don't think we should mm-hmm. should judge. And I also think that there are conflicting studies on um, sleep training. Like I'm, Correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I'm aware and what I've looked into, 
there are conflicting studies you know it's not all to say that it's absolutely negative and awful and you shouldn't do it like there are some studies that are in favor of it from memory do not come <laughs> for me but um yeah I mean I if it if I didn't do it when I did it like I was so chronically sleep deprived I was having hallucinations mm-hmm. I was so paranoid I was snappy I was not a good parent at all like I was very 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 horrible so um it literally only took a week and might I add Margot was still in our bedroom too so she was still in our room in her cot so we were literally there 24 7 yeah Mm -hmm. I think we sleep trained mainly because we just needed some sanity like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I need sleep to be able to function and to be able to properly look after my children like being sleep deprived is probably one of the worst things but I just, I just got really upset at the fact that they said it was lazy, mm-hmm. whereas I don't think it is because some people need to do it. Some ch- children don't. Like people go and see those Tresillian nurse, nurses and get the sleep training done. Like I know so many girls that I've met through Instagram that have done that and it's worked for them. So I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to what's best for the family. Like I think this girl in our inboxes said, I do not agree with this statement. I think we do what works best for our families. We didn't sleep train here, but I think saying sleep training is lazy is absolute bullshit, which I agree with. I 100% agree with. You don't have to sleep train, but I don't think it should be classified as lazy. No, I totally, totally agree. Okay, well, next one is um, people rarely take into consideration men's mental health after having a baby. So, I'm very glad that 93% of voters agreed with this and 7% disagreed because I think it is so true. And that's not to say that women's mental health is, you know, taken super, super seriously because I understand that um, people still, you know, the mother can sometimes still have a really hard time um, with people taking her mental health into consideration as well. But, like, focusing on the question, which is that men's mental health is ever really taken into consideration, 100% I agree. I just think they're not as recognized because people don't take into consideration that they're the parent Mm -hmm. as well. They, they focus on the mother and the child some of the times, but I just, I don't know. Like I always checked in with Luke after having both girls because I just didn't know how he was feeling. Like he's a new dad as well. He's experiencing all the exact same things Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing, whether it be like the sleep deprivation, the getting up at the night. Like he used to get up with me when I was breastfeeding and just talk me through it like because I would be crying but I don't think anyone like not even a doctor would even check in with him at least we had those appointments to be like oh is your mental health okay we had those like the tests that you do that sort of stuff but they he didn't get anything nothing I totally agree I think that um moving forward hopefully as a whole we can um improve the the aftercare for all parents but um yeah, I've seen a dad go through, um, I don't know the, the term for a father, but like postpartum depression equivalent. And it's really not nice. And, it, and yeah, it's really mm-hmm. not taken seriously, but it's so sad to see. It's sad to see anyone go through that, obviously. But yeah, I think that they were spot on with that one. I just think there just needs to be more resources out there for them to be able to access because even when I tried to look up some of this stuff for mm. the podcast, there was we nothing. Like anything. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't even find the statistics mm-hmm. on it. Like it gave me the statistics for like um, depression, but it didn't give me anything for like after having babies, anything like yeah. that. So I don't think there's enough resources out there for people to yeah. actually look at. So that's something that definitely needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, so before we get into the next topic, 
I am currently going through like that four month postpartum hair loss, Mm -hmm. except (laughs) I don't have a lot of hair to lose, guys. I need to hold on to every strand. But what I'm finding the worst is not the hair loss so much, but oh my God, I have so much oil coming out of my head and my face. It is ridiculous. And I need to know that someone else has gone through this or is going through this because with Margot, I did get like the really bad hair loss and my hair went a bit like gunky, but nothing like this. You see, I got it really, really bad with Amara and I actually had bold spots through my hair and I remember getting family photos done and I had to ask the photographer to edit in bits of my hair because I had like spots everywhere. But I actually went to the hairdressers the other day and she was doing my hair and I have you can't see, I'm showing Kaylin, but there's like all these baby hairs yeah. underneath. Like she dyed them so that they would blend into my my scalp. So shout out to my hairdresser for oh my being the real MVP right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look at it in like a a positive way that my, my body is balancing itself again and that it'll, it won't last very long, but it's not helping my hair, my, my, my hair situation because I'm having to wash my hair literally. Like I'm trying not to, that's why my hair just looks so gross and it feels just so gross. It's at that stage. Yeah. And I'm having to wash it like every night just to keep a little bit of like you know, you could fry chips in this shit, honestly. It's and it just feels it doesn't it, <laughs> not only does it feel oily on the top, it, so it feels really oily on the top and it looks oily, like I look sweaty in my hair. Um, but it's like it feels just brittle and like just weird on the ends as well. And it's like that horse that horse yes. hair feeling. Yes. Yes. And I get I, I get that all the time. I remember having that with Margot and I spoke to a hairdresser and she recommended um some products, which I've still used to this day. Um, but they're just not cutting it anymore. So I need to find something else to help because it's insane. And then my I broke out in um a little pimple spot. Uh, just between my eyebrows, oh. I had like four different pimples going on there. I've got one on my nose and um, a couple on my chin, and I'm just hating my life. These hormones, mm, yeah, they're so. all over the joint. Nobody, nobody tells you about this shit when no. you have a baby. Nobody, that's nobody my, brings it up. That's my little overshare for this episode. <laughs> Well, hopefully somebody can help you out. We we can put it in the stories on our Instagram. Well, I'm meant to be um, starting the process of going blonde and um, I don't want to now because I don't want the hairdresser to look at my hair and be like, what a gross bitch. <laughs> I don't I don't think she will. Just use a lot of o- Olaplex or whatever it's called. I did that when um my hair all snapped off and now I'm like blonde as hell. So Yeah, I love your hair. I'm so excited. I'm not necessarily worried about like my hair snapping or anything. I'm worried about it just looking I just don't like looking like I have sweaty hair. And my hair is so thin as well. So like I have no volume as it is, but when your hair's like weighted down by the grease and stuff, like you just look Yep. Yeah. yeah. That happens to me like every time I go to the gym. It's disgusting because I sweat so much because, yeah, need to sweat out those carbs. <laughs> but, yeah, you could literally, like, slick your hair down. But that's a good topic. Let's put that to our Instagram and see what people come up with. So, as most of you have seen in our Instagram, um, we posted a couple of the nice messages that we've been receiving from you guys in regards to the podcast. And there's just a couple that, 
we think we should read out because they're just beautiful. So this one's from Ashley and she said, just listen to your bonus episode and cried through almost the whole thing because it's exactly where I am right now. I don't know who I am anymore. I look back at old videos, photos of myself, and I don't know how she is or how to find who I am anymore. I feel so trapped, but it feels good to know that I'm not alone. And to hear you and Chloe talking about being there, but hearing you are both now finding found yourself gives me some hope that it's not always going to be this way. Your podcast is so much more important than you even know. I don't have a single person I can talk to about this stuff and I'm sure there are so many other mums who don't either. So having this podcast to feel like less alone in everything we deal with on our own every day is so valuable. I generally think this podcast will save lives. That I got so emotional when I read that because it was the day that um, I was like, yeah, can we just not do the podcast today? Yeah. And then I felt yeah, we so, a so bad, but I'm, I really, we really appreciate words like that because I think that what you guys don't understand is by being able to do this and like have these conversations, it helps us so much as well. Um, more yeah. than you know. So we really, really appreciate it. I've got one from Leah and I, Leah, whenever she messages me, I know her instant, I know her, you know, name instantly because Leah has been following me and we've been chatting here and there since I started doing TikTok back in like, I think November or December. Um, so she sent me a message saying, Kaylin, I've been meaning to message you all day about the recent podcast. I listened to the episode this morning in regards to finding yourself again after having a baby. And can I just say I sobbed. I was on the way to the bank in the quick window I have to take my 16 month old anywhere before he is the devil. I'm seven months pregnant and I also have an almost seven-year-old and at the moment I just feel so lost. I don't know how I'm going to parent the other two when my daughter comes in November. I don't know how I'll parent them all and have time for myself, my partner, our relationship. Thank you to you and the two Chloe's for being relatable. And I think that that's something that we'll definitely touch more on and go way deeper into because I think it is yep. so important and it needs to be spoken about more but also encouraged more that it is okay for you as a mother to have time for yourself, do things for yourself because it helps mm -hmm. you so much mentally with the, the the workload that you've got currently but also with getting back to who you were before having a baby. Like it is so good for the soul. I cannot – I really want to turn my platform into that because I obviously can't do pregnancy content anymore so I'm not pregnant, hopefully. <laughs> but um, I'm really passionate about is, yeah, parents, mothers, caregivers, mm -hmm. whatever you identify as, taking that time for yourself because it, it really helps. It's definitely fantastic for your mental health. I find mm -hmm. that even having like a slight, like even going for a walk by myself is actually the nicest thing like to do. Just getting away from the kids screaming at me, Luke being annoying. Like it's it's just, it's, it's something that I really enjoy doing, going to mm -hmm. get my hair done, that sort of stuff. So I think we definitely should touch more into that. And I think we should get a couple of people on just to talk about how they're coping so mm -hmm. that it's not just us as well because there are so many other people out there that are just like us as well yeah absolutely absolutely okay so i don't know if anyone saw over the weekend the controversy <laughs> that was going on on my fucking instagram um i am an avid user of ngl the anonymous messaging link and <laughs> I always say anytime something bad happens, I'm like, I'm never yep. using it again. But I really do think mm -hmm. I prefer using it over the Ask Me on Instagram because it is anonymous and it opens up like people, you know, feel like they can open up a little bit more. People also think they can be absolute assholes on there. 
Which they do be assholes to oh you. Oh, my goodness. I literally, I send Chloe, like, every time I get a nasty message, I send it to her straight away and we just bitch because it's so And I just rude. get really triggered. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Like it's, and it's there is so one bad. person who every single time I post that link, they send me a message instantly. It's like they have post notifications turned on um, and it's you're an unstable mother. And I just literally, it used to trigger just me. Just know that we hate you. <laughs> yeah, it used to trigger me so bad, but now I literally just laugh at it because I kind of am. That's the whole reason why I'm on um, medication and I'm like, you know, trying to improve my life. So I don't, you're stating facts. Um, but, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're not our favourite person in the world. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm not going to post it and be like, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyways. <laughs> there were some thirsty gals or thirsty persons in my NGL over the weekend and they were all about Michael, 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 Michael. Yeah, he was lovely. the talk of the town. Yeah. He was the talk of the town. He was. He was the hot topic of the night. Um, many people asking when I'm done with him, can they have him? To which I say, <laughs> I'm done with him now, take him. Um, no. <laughs> we love you, um, Michael. <laughs> sometimes. Um <laughs> So um, anyway, we got into the topic of my OnlyFans because I will be releasing an OnlyFans. It is coming, and I'm very excited about it. And someone be sure to asked subscribe. me if, yeah, <laughs> I'll post a link on my story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> someone asked me if Michael is okay with my OnlyFans plans. Now, maybe my response was a little bit. Um, Maybe I didn't go into very much detail. I know I didn't. I literally said he's not the boss of me, but he is supportive. And that's true. He is not the boss of me and he mm-hmm. knows that. Um, but he is supportive. I do just want to quickly mention that I, I had a couple of people say that they found that a little bit rude that I wouldn't take Michael's feelings into consideration and that if their partner wanted to do OnlyFans and they didn't want them to, that they would probably break up. And to that I say, obviously, I take Michael's feelings into consideration. We're really great communicators and... Um, you know, there are certain boundaries that we've already set with OnlyFans. Um, I just don't feel the need mm-hmm. to dive into it. And, um, yeah, but obviously if he was like, no, absolutely not, blah, 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 I would be a little bit like, well, um, okay, I'll ask mm-hmm. again next week. Like I'm not going to just be like, okay, no worries, because I, I um, consider myself quite a relaxed partner and Michael is too, so I knew there was never going to be any issue with it. Mm-hmm. Anyway... <laughs> Following on from that, um, came in all the questions flooding in about OnlyFans and um, some of them were quite rude and um, oh, <laughs> yep, it gets me riled up. But do you know what gets me riled up? It's not even people calling me awful names. Like, honestly, you can call me any name under the sun. You can call me a slut. You can mm-hmm. call me a whore, whatever. You can say I have no respect for myself. That's fine. But when you come for me as a mother and say that I'm a bad mother <laughs> – and that I'm not, you know, teaching my girls self-respect or anything like that. That is when oh, I was all sorts of disorientated across the weekend and I was, like, getting that, you know, that weird sweat that you get when you're angry, like your whole uh-huh. body just goes sticky. Oh, she was angry. She <laughs> <Yeah>. was angry. <laughs> I Chloe was, and I knew about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, th- this is where I, 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 I'm an Aries, but I do have a lot of self-control because I didn't lose it on anybody. And um, I wanted to so bad, but I had a lot of people saying things like, you know, I hope it's never normalized. It's, it's wrong. It's awful. Um, You're, you're, you know, I've unfollowed you for this, whatever. And to that, I say, here, here, 
go ahead because okay. unfollow me <laughs> unfollow me please i welcome it um because i think it is absolutely outrageous that in 2022 we're still not accepting of this kind of thing like it is just mm-hmm. it blows my mind and can i also just say that my children my two daughters are going to be the most respectable fucking people on earth when they are older because they have someone like me who normalizes these things every single day 100 percent. and you know oh i couldn't believe it and some of these people that were messaging me were like you know i have a daughter and i would never okay so don't that's fine but what's going to happen when your daughter comes to you one day or she probably won't because she knows your views on it to tell you that you know she's gone into xyz work whatever um yeah i think i think like with the OnlyFans thing, people don't even know what you're going to be posting. They oh didn't God. even ask you. I know. That was one of my points as well. I was like, I haven't even said what I'm posting yet. It could be titties or it could just be a knitting tutorial. Like I could be really good at knitting. And I literally have not said shit about what I'm going to post because we have to remember yep. that OnlyFans isn't just a um, a platform for It was literally made for art. Yeah, it's, it was made for art. It can be anything. I actually had someone message me about that and be like, yeah, I pay a $10 a month subscription for um, a pottery class or something like that. Yeah, literally. So, yeah. yeah. There's heaps of shit out there. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to be posting a tutorial on knitting. Um, but regardless, it is my decision. I am a fully grown adult and whatever you say, um, don't bring my children into it because they are going to be such empathetic, kind and understanding people. Mm-hmm. And um, for such close-minded people who also find it appropriate to message complete strangers with awful, awful, awful abuse, um, I really feel for you, truly. I just think at the end of the day, what you do doesn't affect how you parent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, there's no way in hell. Like, I, I don't do OnlyFans and, like, that's not something I would do. But at the end of the day, I'm going to normalise it. Like, it's, 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 it doesn't affect me at all. I don't yeah. understand why these people were coming for you when it doesn't affect them. Just don't subscribe. Don't look at it. Unfollow. Like, it's not that hard. Definitely. And I also think it's very interesting. I had someone message me saying, you know, is there ever going to be a point in time where you don't, you know, screenshot people's rude responses like everyone's entitled to an opinion x y blah 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 um and to that i say my opinion was that only fans is okay obviously by my posts and they came back at me with a rude rebuttal to my opinion end of story is that there are people that um you probably work very closely with or are related to that do sex work um and you'll never know about it because you're a judgmental piece of shit and um yeah Make sure you subscribe because any subscription, whether it's a love subscription or a hate subscription, gives me shmoneys. The end. That was great. <laughs> it's fantastic. I, it it oh. enrages me. It honestly enrages me. Can I just say, sex work is the oldest profession mm-hmm. and there wouldn't be sex workers if there wasn't a demand for sex workers yes but oh my god he was loving all of the comments like oh i love michael i got one that like made me mad where i was like no that's it It was like can we see more photos of michael in uniform with like love hard eyes and i was like excuse oh i hate that (laughs) oh i hate that with a passion because i've had a few of those as well i'm like back off bitch (laughs) that's my time yeah absolutely (laughs) sacred that's sacred to me (laughs) the uniform thing is our thing (laughs) oh yeah 
We have now reached the end of the podcast today. Once again, we do want to apologize for the delay in this episode. Guys, sometimes it just happens. But we will see you for a bonus episode as well as our usual Monday episode next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to give us a rating. It really helps us out. We appreciate all of your support and we can't wait to hear your feedback on today's episode.